Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is March 6th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, we are doing good. Uh, avoided a uh, a scare on Sunday. What was the scare? Well, yeah, I was I was sweating it on the back nine for a while. An elite elite ball striker, top ten player in the world, missed some ten foot uh, five foot putts. Elite golfer, elite talent, missed a few putts. To keep him at just the guy's stats. I mean, his Tita Green stats, uh, his, they dropped today. He missed every every fairway, it felt like. But yes, I assume you're referring to speed, right? Yeah. They, you're I, sweating you know, it this out. Is where, this is where it sucks when you, when, you have, when you take a hard line on a topic and then, you know, the topic comes out. You, you know, this is, this is part of the, uh, the dangers that come from having takes. You know, I could just say, oh, everybody's great. You need you need like a therapy session with Skip Bayless or something, or like to kind of get you to figure out how to deal with some, some of these conflicts. I had some, I had some ammunition. I was gonna roll with with he shouldn't the have been in the chance because yeah. of Friday. <laughs> well, that's After what I was shot uh, Friday. He shouldn't have even you know even had. Shouldn't even been in the tournament, really. After I was trying to think of like the worst shot in a tournament that the you know, and the guy also won it, and that would have had to been up there among like the worst drives you will ever see by someone who also won it, or worst shot in general. Cold shanks, you see those a fair amount, but that was like, I mean, that was something I I do, something I get terrified about the the one that goes twenty feet off the air and just dives down hard. Um, you know what just uh just another guy does? What? Bogey's three out of the last five holes when they got a chance to win the tournament. All right. I mean, I guess you have uh, that's your ammunition. You could you're like you're like skip with LeBron here. You could sort turn everything. Like if he won, you'd do the drop. If he lost, he's just a guy because he bogeyed three out of four. Never mind the start, the whole outs, the four out, you know, going out and four under through his first five or whatever it was, but you can turn all it those, any way you all want. All those hole outs in the short putts, they all end up equal on the day. There's he a did. lot of it magic. Out. Yeah, yeah. It evened so. out there. So, Smith, I mean, who who's the most upset they did not win this? It was a fantastic, let's just first say, like, the day started. I've been traveling all day. I've watched it on my phone all day. And the day started, I think, with a lot of excitement, anticipation. I thought it fulfilled that. We had a the kitty cat won it. Who's not the name winner? He's not. But the action, and I thought Fried Egg, Will, tweeting from Fried Egg account, like, you know, we started at nine under, we ended at nine under, but we got, like, just some amazing four or five hours. Pace of play, fabulous. NBC done 30 minutes early. That was great because we get two balls off uh, – uh, was it NBC, two balls? No. NBC, yeah. not great. <laughs> not we can great. talk about that later. We're bouncing all over the place here. <laughs> but yes, it was a fa- fabulous day. But of all the people, 
Spieth, who's most upset? Who's the most agitated that they kicked it away? Scheffler, Rory's obviously a, a nominee for that. Is there someone in the non-kitty cat division that, that's most frustrated today? I mean, Terrell seemed the most frustrated on the well. golf course. <laughs> so, I mean, it'd be hard to not say him because he was the most visibly agitated while it was going on. Yeah. He Just threw chucking. two balls in a row, two holes in a row. He threw a ball in the water. Polluted. Just all ant- the antics for, I mean, he's electric. He's an electric late round player to have in the mix. I wish that, uh, you know, the one of the, one of the things that you could say about Bay Hill is you wish it was a major championship venue because, you know, Tyrrell would be in the mix. He's yep. a horse for the course here. Yep. And that might be the only time we get him in the in the mix at a major. I, I, yeah, I didn't realize he had moved to. I'm surprised he likes it. Aren't the guys always bitching about the Bay Hill bunkers, the sand, and I, we saw a fair amount of uh, uh, fried eggs. Not to plug our own brand here, fr- fried eggs this weekend. Uh, how about Hovland today? God. Just like he was bad. He was like really but with bad. That fr- a Zayner finally came out of like you just that's not how you play a fried egg and I, you know that's one thing I feel like Zayner knows is obviously he knows a lot I'm not saying he but you listen to him on the sand game so but yeah have a lot of fried eggs but you figure Haddon one, one thing he'd bitch about would be the bunkers but uh he whatever seven under he's a good player t4 who do you who think should be the be? most upset <sighs> Spieth Right, he kicked it away. He, he got a few. I mean, he put himself in in places to you know. He was a part of it in the in the morning, the first half. But he got some gifts there, right? He got some bounces. He got some speed breaks. He got some to uh, you know. He's draining. He got a break on thirty 15. footers he and hit eighteen the ball footers out of, off the planet left and almost hit it out of bounds. I mean, he's got tons of breaks. <laughs> Yeah, he got so, I, but I think he has to be most frustrated that he had four makeable putts and missed them all on the last four or f- four out of the last five holes. I mean, right. this, is, this has been the problem with him, though. Like, the putter's been really bad. And, you know, yeah. it, those things tend to manifest themselves when when the heat pressure comes on, you know? Yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden, the pace wasn't great. And all of a sudden... You're playing break when there is no break. And, you know, that's, I don't know. I, I saw, it, it felt like there was a lot of doubt um, coming down the stretch in the putting stroke, which is natural too, because he just hasn't been in in it that in, very often, you know? Yeah. Like I think I thought, this is a part of the, you know, I if if I'm a Jordan Spieth fan, I take away a lot from this. I think that, like, I feel a lot better about Augusta National now because he's been in the mix. You know, hitting it well, um, pretty well. Yeah, he's hitting it great. So, yeah, I I mean, like, I think, listen, like, this isn't the ideal golf course for him either. (laughs) Augusta (laughs) National is a way better golf course for wider, like, skill sets. Yeah, a little bit wider, a little bit more forgiving. Like, that's the thing is if you, if you want, you want to take away a lot from it, it's like he hit it great. He compete, he contended on a golf course that really isn't great for his game um yep and and you know he got in the mix which he hasn't been all year so i think that's that's the big takeaway is if you're if you're not a a speed fan you you say 
hey, he didn't putt very well down the stretch, and and that's been the big problem this year. Yeah, I, I thought Scheffler was probably disappointed, right? He's like one of the few guys at the top who who played over par, and like, I mean, the kitty cat I, gave him gave him all an open lane to run. I mean, if Kitayama didn't win. He would be the number one guy that would be disappointed. Of course. He had two three putts on on Sunday. He hit a ball out of bounds. He hit a ball out of bounds the day before. Made a triple on nine. Obviously, when he made that, hit it out of bounds. But like, you know, Kitayama did. He deserved to win. He did everything in his power not to win because winning is really hard to do when you haven't done it before on the PGA Tour. I feel like you know, or any you know, he's won on the European Tour, obviously. But not like huge tournaments. I, I, I'm really happy for Kirk Kitayama. He's he's oh, been knocking yeah. on the door. He's it's so ugly to watch him play. But well, that's what well, you talk about courses that don't fit speed. I mean, Kitayama is renowned for being pretty wild. Spray spray jobs off the tee, and he got bit on a couple occasions, but yet still kind of managed to steer it in the house. I love Zinner. Calling him the junkyard dog. He was all over the junkyard dog metaphors today. And I don't even know like what a junkyard. I know Jerome Williams in the NBA was the junkyard dog from Georgetown. But like, have you ever seen a dog in a junkyard? This seems like it's not even a real thing. But from now on, kitty, kitty cat. We call him the kitty cat. But he was just all over the junkyard dog metaphor going for a bone. All these guys fighting for a bone in the junkyard. And Kitty Yama Here, comes out with it. I'm happy for him. Here's, here's the thing about Kitty Yama. Like, he... It's not a a visibly, a visually pleasing golf game, right? You see like the swings, like it looks like he's always protecting against something. He just blasts it in different directions. But that tee shot on 17 is what Kurt Kitayama can do that not a lot of people can do. He can just flat out like launch the ball into the air and that was an amazing long iron, amazing way to win a golf tournament, especially after the disappointment of three putting on 16, yeah. which like we, I feel like we barely saw him play 16. That's right. like one of the crazy things is he came out of nowhere on the telecast to win the golf tournament. It's like, wait, did we drop? Did he get dropped for the coverage for a few holes? Well, he went triple and then parred seven in a row or six in a row. And then all of a sudden, yeah, we missed, like, going par, Bert, it was kind of like we were just watching everybody else give them back, right? And, and it was, it was yeah. Rory and Spieth at 15. It was Scheffler at 18. Scheffler, you know, they like, we were just watching everybody else. And then all of a sudden, Kitayama's number. Uh, all of a sudden, he's on the 16th the green, first, and he's yeah. putting for <laughs> Eagle, and he's tied for the lead. How many like- people... How many people par 16, but birdie 17? It's kind of a reverse. I'm happy he went out and did it. Uh, I, I watched Friday Night Brandle was comparing swings. He started with Hogan, <laughs> Woozy, Rory, and Kitayama. I was like the four horsemen. I was like, just like completed the segment. I think it was about like little guys getting power kind of, but it was kind of amusing that he went from Hogan to Kitayama. But uh, happy for him. I, I, I think like this is a separate co- side of the coin of, of promise for designated events, right? Is more likely than not, you're going to get a leaderboard with a handful of studs. Today, we had a lot of them in Scheffler, Spieth, Cantley made it some noise coming out of the house, like pawing at the back door. They're getting in early at four under on the day. 
Uh, Spieth, Rory, Cantley, Scheffler, Harris English looks like he's on his way, you know, fully on his way back. And you have a guy like Kiriyama, who's a, he's, he's, I think journeyman's a fair term for him, right? He went, went to, he's done the Asian tour, Japan tour, PGA tour, China, Korean tour. We did the Euro tour Q school, sunshine. He's been on every tour. Jamie Kennedy had a tweet about it. It was like, I'm just, I'm paraphrasing. There were five other tours since in UNLV. They talked about how he was kind of a, a scrub. I mean, not to put, yeah, to put it bluntly. Great. That's yeah. <laughs> and here he is winning $3.6 million. He was, his nickname Rory was the project. Right. Right. And I guess, so that's I, another I, promise I of the designated intel. event. I guess yeah. the intel, the project thing is 100% real. I guess that like members at courses that the team played call them the project. Okay. Cause what he'd come out to their course and just be yeah. not <laughs> so underwhelming. The other thing, obviously Tim Tucker out of the bag yeah, got some, sure. I don't, I'm not sure if they said this on the telecast. Did they say the origin story of how they no. met? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, the it? kitty cat, the kitty cat's brother, is a uh, is a caddy at Bandon. Oh, I was going to say, was there a Bandon connection? That's pretty yeah. cool. So, uh, so that's he started working with Tim at uh, at Phoenix, but the connection is Bandon Dunes. I was going to say that's so, really new for the kitty cat. Uh, I, I I I saw Tucker on like Thursday or Friday. I was like, huh? I wonder when that happened because you know we all know Tucker was done caddying. He just wanted to ride off into the sunset. Yeah, a mutual. Break. That was why a mutual. <laughs> He's just done caddying. <laughs> Here he is again, winning the same event <laughs> two years. With, I don't know. He had Spence in there for a minute, right? Adam Spence, and now he's, he's with the kitty cat. So if I, maybe if that I wasn't had just to a guess, retirement. I, if I if I had to guess, Mister Tucker got uh, got rewarded <laughs> handsomely for riding off into the sunset in such a graceful manner. It's suggesting the narrative was riding off into the sunset, just ready to take a break. You know, not caddy anymore. Here, but good for him. He's another so third event on person. the bag. Maybe maybe this is like uh, Ted Scott last year, and this just turns Kitayama into the best player in the world. What if the kitty cat becomes number one in the world? I mean, I kind of thought it was over, right, at nine? What's crazy about nine, and I tweeted a little bit about this, is like, I mean, it's a hard hole. It's a shitty hole. It's not It's not a comfortable hole. And you got the range down the left, and that's why they have OB, but you could blast it. As you could blast at 70, to make that mistake is pretty inexcusable, even if you have the hooks. Because you can go so far right, I, I, maybe they changed the rule. Remember Bryson hit it in the parking lot on the, what's the other course? The Cougar course, or the champion charger course or something like that it's called. Yeah. And uh, he was popping it over fences in between the parked cars. And so, yeah, he, getting that, that was a tough break. I thought it was over when he, when you make a seven, clearly. Um, but good for him. You want to talk it's about? It's interesting that the car path was out of bounds there on nine, but the car path not yeah. out of bounds on eighteen. Pretty, it seems pretty silly. Well, one's the range, and one's the, uh, has a boundary fence, right? And so it wasn't. It was touching the boundary fence. I forget what was the drop. What was your issue with the drop? That just it was a free drop. Dropped. Should have had just, to hit lefty. Just, yeah. It's yeah. just like uh it's just again like what a like why was the fence put there of all the places could the fence have been moved a yard Probably the property back? line right i would imagine that's what these things are at bay hill they're all around i think they must just put them up for this event 
Remember Phil hitting it out of the mesh fence like three, four years ago that this is what happens when they're over there. But yeah, it was a sketchy drop. Any high level thoughts, encouragements, skepticisms about designated events after yet another one here today? Uh, uh, yeah, sure. I, I never once thought like, man, this would be better with less players and no cut. I didn't have that okay. thought once today. Did you? Okay. Uh, no, because would Harris, I, I don't think Harris English would have even been in the field. He wasn't a top 70. I love that. So they're cutting the trimming the fat next year. You got to be mean <laughs> and lean and mean next year. 70 strong, making it more competitive product. No. Like, uh, I, that's a good question is like, how do major medicals work with this? Like sure. if, if one of the top guys is, is hurt for a year. Does he come back with his old standing or does he have to work his way back up? I think Harris, didn't he get a, he got some good points at Riv, right? Didn't he play well? He, he's doing okay. Uh, I know he hasn't played a lot in the last year. Um, Did you no, know that it, you can't even look up the old FedEx Cup standings right now on the PGA Tours website? Really? It's hard to find some things. It moves. I like it. I like the way it looks. It loads quickly but it's hard to find a lot of things yeah um, harris english was 186 on last year's fedex cup points and he's 78th in the world right now okay so yeah there's a guy that out. would have, that had a chance to win the tournament that wouldn't have been in the tournament he started yep. the the week not hot enough not FedEx top enough points. yeah that's true <laughs> yeah um guy, guy played a rider cup got hurt and <laughs> they're and on then, to uh, something though. Came back. i mean these are good these are what? good Sundays. They're, yeah, they're no? on to something. They're great. They're great. I don't I don't see what where the where it's broken. Do you do you have I mean that you get I, I all think, the best players together and they're gonna be good tournaments. Uh I yeah. I, I don't think you'll notice it too much next year. Like it, you won't I mean if Harris English was there or not and you had a great Sunday, I, I don't know that you'll be too worked up about or, or notice it. I, I don't think it's I mean, like they're all dramatically altering. So would, you know who wouldn't have it. been there? Talk about cuts for 30 minutes? No. You what? know who wouldn't have been in it? Who? Um, Pearson Cootie. Pearson Cootie? Yeah, yeah. Played well. You were telling me you kind of people are saying alleged you gaslit me on the uh, on the in or out at Puerto Rico. It's like, well, he's out technically, but it's, it's not because he's not eligible for that or wasn't invited necessarily. It's because he's playing like the big, big event. So, um, to be fair, how about Rory's admission about that he didn't... Phillips. That's true. My Wi-Fi is spotty here at the Airbnb. Um, so what about Rory's admission he didn't week. look at a leaderboard till, till 14? And that he tried to hit a perfect shot at 14 because he didn't know where he didn't know he was actually leading at that point. He thought he had to keep charging. Kind of interesting. Uh, some people I mean, said it that's seems crazy. like something that There's if you're two like Rory McIlroy, you should be looking at the leaderboard. Yeah, but I think maybe on a day like that, you just kind of I, I get both mentalities a little bit, but maybe 14 is a little bit late, I guess, in the game. You got to kind of, you know, just know where you stand by then. Yeah, he uh, was close. No cigar for Rory, uh, but uh, but an impressive round nonetheless. I'm just shocked that Kiriyama opening up the lane there at at eight at nine 
no one kind of jumped through it. Um, other thoughts. Why was the broadcast? You want to do an ad read? Should we do an ad read here? For yeah, our friends let's do an ad champion? read before we talk about all the ad reads on the telecast. Yeah. So this is uh, our friends at Club Champion. Uh, we're coming out of hibernation here for much, much of the country, getting dialed. I've had a couple of buddies say they're, they're looking for new clubs. They're going to use this promo code, which is all caps fried egg through this year. Gets you 50% off the fitting cost with the purchase of a club. 50% off. That's up from 20 last year. Um, if you're going to get clubs, don't just go in like some schmuck all willy nilly and just buy them off the rack. You want to get fitted. You, you want to get uh, have some expertise, expert eyes watching over you, understanding where you suck, where you might benefit from a certain feature, where you might be being sold a bill of goods about some certain slogan that doesn't apply to you or some marketing that doesn't apply to you or your game. And that's what we love about Club Champion. They're agnostic, brand agnostic. They have uh, 60 plus brands, 50,000 hittable head shaft combos in every store. Uh, so it's truly, you know, data driven. What do you do well? What do you do poorly? And here's how we can help. And if you're going to buy clubs, this is the way to do it. You go to clubchampion.com, use the promo code fried egg, and you get 50% off that fitting cost. That's not an insignificant amount with the purchase of a club. And I think you're going to buy a club. Um, if you plan to play a lot of golf this year and you want to get better and you want to, you know, invest in more, t- uh, uh, new clubs, this is the way to do it. So thanks to them for their support. All right, why was the broadcast so bad? A lot of hollering. Some people were, you know, uh, I truly take comfort and, uh, you know, just sign on to Twitter and see a good old-fashioned just bar, you know, burning down the barn about the, the broadcast. Like, this is a true throwback day. Why was it so bad for you? As NBC has taken the reins here at uh, the Florida Swing. All right, here's, here's a message I got from uh, Giles Cornwall. Tweeted at uh, at me and uh, no leg up here. I'm a Brit on holiday in the U.S. and this cover is just mind blowing. I've heard you both talk about it, but nothing quite prepares you for it. It's like they don't want to draw you uh, draw in the casual fan. No way they could follow the story or understand the tension. Wild. It was awful. It was just. Okay, I get like the commercials. It I get that people I get you have to make money. But you can't do playing through three minutes. They did less than three minutes of of TV and then another commercial on the like closing stretch of Sunday round. That can't happen. Just have a longer commercial break. Is it Give noticeably worse than CBS? It is. Commercial-wise? I know we had issues with CBS at uh, Farmers. Kind of got really choppy. I mean, um, they yeah. also they also just, like, bumbled the the walk-and-talk interview on Saturday with Ricky. I missed was that. Bad. I, they were asking I mean, about Mr. Palmer and stuff, which is just, you can do that outside the walk-and-talk. Uh, How many yeah. times has Ricky talked about Arnold Palmer? Yeah. To the press, to the <sighs> to, in a, to a telecast, like, a million times. And honestly, like, you know, they had some issues with like the AirPods weren't connecting great. So there was some technical issues there. Yeah. But they also went to commercial during the whole. That's weird. Why would they do that? And then Sunday, it didn't get much better. A lot of the thing that I get bums me about playing through is like when you're streaming it, 
Like a lot of times it's not playing through. Like the ad takes up the whole screen. I don't, I would love someone to tell me like when and why that happens. Playing through works sometimes, but it doesn't on other times when you're streaming. Cause I was, you know, on an airport all day and a rental car counter just watching it and I get jammed. Um, the CEO interview was delightful, ama- amazing timing. And I just, I, I thought my stream broke up, but I was 10 minutes behind because she was all of a sudden back. I was like, wait, 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 wait. What, did, did my stream break up and I'm way delayed because now the CEO interview is still going? Like that that ended a long time ago, but no, they brought her back after putting her ice during just an incredible sequence of uh, action between Hatton and Spieth and Scheffler and, and Rory getting back into it. It was kind of amazing. Um, the blue line. Oh, the, the putt, putt line. line. I'm sorry. Whatever it is. What are they called? <laughs> Putt tracer? Who asked for putt tracer? If you watch the putt, you know where the putt came from. I don't understand the point of the putt tracer. Do you? <laughs> no. No. I mean, it's high definition. You can see the ball where it starts. You can see it rolling. I, I like is 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 the tracer helping illuminate the 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 dramatic break? Not really. Right, unless it's like some sort of complete bender, maybe it shows how much it bet. But like, you can also tell that from where the guys lined up and where the ball started and where it ends. So I thought that was a pretty bizarre uh, piece of technology. Predict the ball or putt tracer? Which one it needs to go faster? I mean, I I think you got to go with the the. I mean, I guess the predict a shot should go first because. It's like jarring, like the the putt tracer does nothing. Right. So like it doesn't offend you that it's on there. It's just kind of there. And you're like, well, that that's a pointless development. But, you know, I guess like the putt tracer is kind of cool. Like if you have like a huge sweeping putt, but when it's dead straight, it's like really pointless. Right. You know, right. like when it's the 30 footer and it's straight. It doesn't bring anything. I think the predict a shot on the on the par threes is like dramatically changing the golf experience for in a worse way. So that one's what has to go, right? Right, right. I think that's that's fair. Uh, it, it just it was a tough weekend for NBC, right? I mean, it seems like people are upset about the commercials more than anything because, quite honestly, like the. I, this is as positive as I felt about the pro golf and just like the regular course of PGA Tour business in a long time. I think every every week it, it just feels like, and we're getting to a point. I'm not going to say like we're we're in like a Tiger era, but we're getting to like one of the first times I feel like really great about like sustainable what the post Tiger era looks like, right? As a product, a sustainable kind of like week-to-week cadence and what's the, what we get enthusiastic about and what we don't. And it feels like the future is a little bit more clear, even as this live disruption goes on. Um, but if, if like NBC, if, if you're, if you're, if you're just taking a dump on all the enthusiasm, excitement and possibilities and action that's presented to us, then that's going to be a problem. Then we're kind of, we're, we're we're hustling backwards here. Um, and it seemed like they hear the feedback. It seems like they're getting like, try to get better. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I hope they do. You, you gotta be able to pay for things and commercials pay for things. 
I just think there has to be a little bit more um, sort of touch around it. And it seems like that was the problem. It, it took a dump and, and kind of jammed up the whole enthusiasm and, and excitement around this. I, I still say we got ahead a great day, great weekend. But Well, you get like you get a lot of players talking about the product now. Um, yeah, you know, which is good. Like yeah. they're thinking about it. Like yeah. that's it's great to have the best players thinking about the product. I think the PGA Tour product with with these designated events has gotten so so significantly better. It's great. Like, it's cool. Just in terms of like the competitive landscape, it's so much more enjoyable to watch and it's so great seeing these guys together all the time. Like guess what those top players never do though. They never have to watch these events on TV. <laughs> like I would love to sit in a room with the Delaware conglomerate and be like, let's watch, let's watch the final round of Bay Hill and talk about product. Because like at the end of the day, that's part of the product. And that that's the part of the product that, you know, to me, like, I guess that would be my like complaint with, with everything that happened this week with the, is that to me, the product gets talked about as, uh, you know, kind of a way to line the top players, pockets i think that was something that had to happen we can talk about james hans's comment later is like what ha- has happened in in the, on the pga tour was absolutely what had to happen on the pga tour for it to move in this next generation and, and fight off live um but the product focus needs to get past the players in the tournaments and to the to the product that the fans see They'll get there. I think that's probably like that's the last order of business. Like it's a tricky, like it's all interconnected, right? There's more money because of the TV rights. The TV rights are crazy, a billion dollars. Well, how do we pay for that contract that we just signed with the PGA Tour? We got to sell more commercials. We got to figure out how to integrate more commercials, monetize more minutes on of the broadcast, and so like. It's all interconnected. There's more money in the purses, and these events are created because of the of the rights deal. Uh, but like, how do you pay for that rights deal? So I think that's like ideally, hopefully, the next step. How do we get yeah less I, commercials like, while <laughs> maximizing more value? TV value. That last hour is so important, right? Yeah, and and that's what made you know when the, when they do the the commercial free last hour, it really stands out. I mean, like yeah. I'd hate to see a breakdown of how much of the last hour was in commercials and. You know, I love that everybody's like, oh, you could watch it on DVR. Like, actually, for my job, I can't, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and, um, and that's generally how people like to consume sports is live and in the minute. That's yes, what makes them great. Yes, yes. You know, is is witnessing things real that's time, not as a, close to real time as possible. Yeah. So it's like, that's not, you know, like, I love when I have some sort of engagement um, on Sunday afternoon that prohibits me from watching live golf because then I can zip through it on DVR. It's delightful, you know? Yeah. But like the, it's even hard to zip through it sometimes on DVR because the commercials come so fast. And, and I, I like everybody's got to get paid and, and that's the thing uh, that's hard, but there, it has to be, there has to be a better solution than today. Like, this is not, that's not tenable. And I saw somebody, I can't remember. I apologize. Oh, it was Joel Beal made a, uh, it tweeted it, you know, and he's somebody that rarely likes to yell about coverage. Right. Yep. And he said something along the lines of like, this is really bad timing with like everything going on in golf. And especially with the recent release of full swing, 
You know, like if you you might have new eyeballs, and I've yes. encountered a lot of people, yes, that are too. like super into full swig. Me too. And it's like, so you get these new eyeballs, in, and this is what you're showing them. It's just you know, it's an example of golf, like shooting its foot, and it's a problem across sports, but it seems to be most pronounced with golf. I wonder if they're. We'll figure out what the deal is with the players. I assume and hope there's some, you know, Optum or Grant, Grant Thornton, Thornton the audit, commercial free the audit commercial hours free. or something like that. Yeah, hopefully that that it won't kind of stub our toe with the players. Uh, any Bay Hill thoughts? Um, it I mean, was the golf course is so hard. I kind of. I mean, watching both Spieth and Rory just yank it on fifteen, like back to like almost in, consecutively. It was just. I was like. Cackling, not because of like their misfortune, but just that whole sucks. And and just <laughs> to see these guys stand over these hedges and just like I that's messing with them. Uh, it's it's you know it's hard. It's hard. It's, John Rom goes whatever, 76, 76. He's just nowhere to be seen. It's a mixture of water, like dense, rough, and firm greens. And uh as if you can just manage I don't know that it promotes like real exciting play, right? Daring play, but it promotes it's it's had a run of great Sundays. And and this one was a little easier, I would say. Not not this Sunday, but this weekend provided for some birdie movement. Uh especially Saturday. I mean, the last groups kind of got boned on Sunday. Like that was hard <laughs> the last couple hours. It kind of like keeps everybody in a box, right? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's a really hard course to like break out. You know, you have to play like such exceptional golf to distance yourself from the pack at, at this place. And I think like, you know, listen, like I love when golf courses allow players to to separate, but the most thrilling golf tournaments are the ones, you know, outside of like the the iconic duels, I think are the ones where you have leaderboards like this, like, Jumbo. you know, I mean, you look at this and it's like, who played the best? I don't really know. <laughs> After seventy two holes, <laughs> like there's, you could, you know, you could make an argument. Spieth played the best. You could make an argument. Rory played the best. Obviously, you could make an argument that Kurt Kitayama played the best. He probably did play the best. He ended up on top, but it's just like if this goes ninety holes, I have no clue who wins. Like there could be a guy that we didn't even foresee totally. coming, like that didn't even get shown. Jason Day might win coming from from five or four back to win you know like that's the thing about this place it's like i don't think it does a good job of actually identifying who's playing the best <laughs> it was but like it's yeah. really freaking hard and it's sometimes it's fun. fun to watch these yeah. guys struggle like i mean the 17th hole like kitayama that shot he hit was incredible if you don't land it in like a, like a yard and a half over that bunker it's going over the back of the green yes I mean, I think that's almost the point to your point. Like it was like he's the guy who made the last birdie, and it was like, was that a good bit of good fortune? Just slamming it in the back of the cup. Like what was it? He's the guy that made the birdie at seventeen that nobody ever makes after playing the previous nine holes and like three over, and he just hit the last birdie at the last time. So uh, it's it's amusing. It will stay on the schedule. It will stay elevated, designated, and all that. Uh, and I don't know. It's become a fun part of the cadence here. Uh, I, I think it's a bit much jamming it up against the players, but it seems like that's the way we're going with the schedule. Uh, I was because this does stand let, on its own, but might as well keep I the started momentum. Th I started Sorry. to think about like where the elevated events were going to fall next year. Yeah. And like, 
I started to think about like what elevate like so if made if there's always going to be two and three like that two three combo. Yep. Are there are we going to have like majors tweaked? What do you mean majors tweaked? Like the schedule? No. What do you mean majors asked to move on the da- well, dates? Like, so like if you think about from from the players through the, the open. Like, how are they going to tweak these if there's always, if it, like, because in that Eamon Lynch report, there's always going to be two, three, right? I, I don't the think they're, they're I don't think do. that's feasible. I don't like, like you're I saying, think. I think they can try so for started, it. Because I was yes. like starting to do the math on like where, so it's like Schwab getting one right after the PGA. That would probably make sense. Heritage, Occasionally. Travelers, those three make, make sense, right? Those yes. are the three after the American, uh, yes. Majors. Are they going to make Genesis? They should make Scott, But like not everybody likes playing the week before a major. Right. So I guess that's where it's not required now, maybe, you yeah. know? Not but are there three weeks between the U.S. Open and that for three weeks off? It gets tricky. I, I'm not, maybe not feasible is too strong, but I don't, I don't know that it's going to be clean every time, whereas three on, two off, uh, two on, three off, two on. Like I just, I think that's like more of a framework than an inflexible schedule. Um, any other thoughts from Bay Hill? I wanted to talk about uh, Puerto Rico. Who's your winner? Winner there, Nico. Nico Echevarria. Echevarria. Yeah. Congrats to him. He uh, actually oh, gets his special temporary. He gets, yeah, he's a member now. He uh, finishes runner-up, two behind Echevarria. So, uh, congrats to Nico down at Puerto Rico. I uh. I had Grayson Murray favorited for some reason. I opened like the leaderboard and I thought he had won. He was on top. It's like, oh my God, Grayson Murray won? It's still, still a fan from that pro-am. You must, well, you, must, just... you must hit that favorite button every Bay Hill pro-am week to remember back. <laughs> I was doing a little bit of content earlier and trying to find like, you know, all the guys, Guy Boroses and everybody else that uh, shouldn't have been in the field. On the LPGA... Um, the HSBC Jin Co wins like a just a, a dynamite overnight event. It was hard to follow because from the East Coast at least. Um, but Jin Co is your winner by two over Nelly Corda. Like a really good leaderboard, really, but it was overnight golf. Uh, you talk about, I think, Meg Adkins or somebody like every, you know, like every LPGA event is designated when they get, you know, these leaderboards. So. Um, it's crazy that Jin Young Ko entered the week like fifth in the world when you think about all that she's done over the past two years. Well, she got hurt. I mean, she just, yeah, kind of so hot. <laughs> it's and still then like, it seems like crazy yeah. given how much she's won, right. you know? Right. And on uh, the Cola Guard, she... go ahead. Do you have any Jin Young Ko? No, no. Thoughts? It was hard no. to watch. I just couldn't track that overnight. It's just the, the Asian tour swings are hard. Uh, and then David Tom's. Beats Robert Carlson to win the Dump in a Box Classic. We have a major winner <laughs> winning in uh, Tucson. Tucson. Uh, Gene Sowers involved. I don't even know how you find the senior. Oh, there's tours. It's hard to find it on the new website. It's probably a good bury, thing. They yeah. should bury it even more. Holigard. Put it in a box and ship it away. Um, <laughs> all right. That does it for your tours. News. You want to hit on James Hahn, just the incoherent lunatic of James what a, Hahn. What a good what a good phone call to make by Adam Shupak. I, I I actually I don't think James Hahn should be given a platform. <laughs> I don't think he should. I think he's demonstrated himself. Has he earned a platform and a voice by being a PGA tour player and member? Yes. He should have a voice. 
Has he lost that platform for being a rambling, incoherent clown? Yes, I think I think he's just he's impossible. He's not very bright, and we shouldn't be giving his voice a platform anymore. But here we are. We're talking about him, and he was giving full articles. And I understand, like, I, I almost understand his frustration from a very sort of self-interested point of view. But I, he's very clearly not seeing the bigger picture, or else he's a big-time socialist. I, I don't communist. I don't know what's going on here. He, he just talks about how he can't keep up with the younger guys, but he also thinks the PGA Tour is going in the wrong direction. It's in one sentence. He just, he also, every time he's like, you know, and I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying, like, he goes back and forth and ping-pongs around and never says, like, actually, like, his firmly held opinions. He'll stop and, and kind of equivocate. And he's contradicted himself a million times in a million different places. Do you think he's getting at a larger frustration that's percolating beneath the sea, uh, beneath the sort of, the designated C, the, the the elites. Um, I think that that's natural, right? You're taking yes. away a bunch of stuff from players that are used to it, and I think there's probably some frustration because you know if James Hahn is in Peter Malnati's place, that they don't he doesn't vote the way that they needed him to vote, right? Um, and I think like, but like the reality of the situation is that this had to happen, right? The There's tour wouldn't to go. exist no, yeah, yeah, yeah. if if this didn't happen. Like all the guys would go to live because like they need the guaranteed money. Like that, whether or not like at the end of the day, that's what this is all about: is guaranteed money. Is you know, it's plain and simple. You know, if you're a top player, you're going to make a lot of money. I think it's a little more than that, make. but yes, I think it's about product too. I think you've heard them say that concerns. I think they're worried it's about making about a better product. product. This is about this is about money. Okay, it's the, I think the, they want to put out a better first, product that makes more money. It's money first, product second, and I mean it's pretty apparent from the telecast that's the the way it works. And you know, I I don't think I don't think the setup if if product was first, I don't think the setup would be the way it is as we talked about the on on Friday. Um, you know, if you want a long discussion about like what competitive golf is, um, you could talk about that. But like the, the reality is if it was about product, there would be a hundred players in the field, at least 90 to a hundred. And there would be a cut. No, we're not going down the road again, but I yeah, I'm just saying, but it's just not about, it's not about product. It's about watering it down first. You could argue that's watering it down too. So James Hahn, James Hahn is 100% um correct with some of this stuff i think that he just doesn't understand that this is what had to happen what in parts order is for he him to play about? for i think he's correct about like the money part like this is what it's about it's okay. about funneling money to the top players that's you know without a doubt what it is you know i think that you know i think he his complaints about the pip are are pretty well founded i think the pip is just pretty ludicrously stupid you know mm-hmm. and Again, another kind of mechanism that was created to funnel money to the top players. Now, like James Hahn can be he he can be right about some of this stuff, but also like completely off base as to the you know real the reality of the sport, right? 
Yeah, I think he's revealed himself to be a pretty big dope. And I understand yeah. that his underlying motivations and why he feels the way he does and some of these guys. But like you said, like if it's about money and guaranteed money, well, the other league is giving guys like $100 million who are That's past what- their competitive, who like could not get in these 70 spots. So like you have to... I think this is a more compelling version of that, where it's a lot of money funneled to guys who should be, who have demonstrated that they've played well recently or last year or are immensely popular via the PIP. I think the PIP is, yeah, a separate sort of kind of debate for sure. Um, I just don't know. Like, it's in the tour's best interest to consolidate power. Amongst the, the guys who make the tour of the money, right? It's not, yeah. it's, 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 they can't keep having, you know, 500 member voices have, have equal, 500 members have 500 equal voices. That's what gets them in this mess. So, uh, he just, I, there's a Garrett Morrison segment in the Friday newsletter that just kind of gives us the, the quotes, James Hahn in his own words, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Just uh, the way he's contradicted himself over the last year or so is pretty funny. And, and you know, he's taking a run at Spieth, talking about how he's like a, you know, the golden child. You know, Spieth, he's very, very smart, but they wouldn't listen to me. He's very well spoken. He wouldn't listen to me, but they, and they wouldn't listen to me because Spieth is so articulate and so smart. So, um, Do you know what the Kitty Cats uh, world ranking is? No. Take a guess. I, I think he's in the top 50 to end the year. Is that right? I think he, he got was like in. 40th in the FedEx Cup last year. So yeah. just to give you, I'll give you that hint. All right. I was, I was going to say like 46 or something. Right 40, now? Yeah. After the win? Oh, no, win? not after. The, no, I meant like going into this week. Going into this With week. The win. What, what's he projected to be? Um, uh, not projected. This is in. This is in. 17, 17 or something. Nine, 19. Okay. Okay. So That's he, kind of I think Kurt, the project, the top 20. So I, I, I think if you wanted a perfect example of a, of a case of a guy playing his way into the elite company in golf, Kurt Kitayama might be it. And like how this would work going forward. when I look through this, okay? So last year, his first big performance is a third at the Honda, which will never be designated, right? Yep. Yep. Then then he has a T2 at the Mexico Open. Again, non-designated, right? Battling with Rom. Yeah, down the stretch. Um, Then he has a second at the Genesis Scottish Open. Right now, not a designated event. He yep. has uh, 20th at the Rocket Mortgage. Like, but anyways, he gets to CJ Cup in the fall, second place. You know, like that's like kind of the playbook, right? He has all these finishes in these smaller events. I mean, the CJ Cup was pretty good, pretty good field. Yes. But then he starts to get his way into it because he got, he finished like 40th in the FedEx Cup last year, right? And the and the way he finished 40th was a lot of good finishes consistent. in weak events. Yeah. Yeah, consistent. So maybe that's golf. like the bl- he's instead of the project maybe it, he the, the Rory and company from the Delaware Commission should call him the blueprint. The bl- this, 
This is the way. This is the way you you, you go from nobody to to somebody right here. I mean, I've always thought of him as like one of the few American guys on the European tour, you know. And, and yeah. I wonder if this is how we get is the Euro tour alliance? intertwined. I don't know because I like that's where he was winning and how he got like from the. I want to say quad digits in the world rankings all of a sudden into the top 100. Like this is like where he started to make his hay. And uh, now we're, then he got over the tour and here he is a $3.6 million purse winner. So anything else from this weekend that we're missing? We hit results. James Hahn, I think can just, you know, be disposed of, but um, anything else ready for How's players? Land? It's all right. Took me an hour to get my rental car. I wasn't happy about that, but I'm gonna go. Uh, gonna go get dinner here. Investigate the scene. Uh, Where are you going? Yeah. I don't know. Some yet. Chain restaurant. A chain <laughs> restaurant. Chili's. Cava. <laughs> I wonder if they have cava down here. I, ha- I have not looked around at all yet. I- I've gotten some requests to come to dinner. We'll see if I make it out though. Um, you should go to Taco Lou. That's what everybody in Jacksonville that is what, says. Yeah, that's yeah, their res- yeah. rebuttal to it's all chains. Well, I'll be pounding the pavement. We'll have some good week of uh, podcasts. Normal week, right? Wednesday, Friday, Monday, next week, right? We don't do the dailies for PGA t- for the uh, for the gold standard, but uh, maybe no, we'll do the, some it's the, Instagram the best lives sign that or something. Not a major. We'll do some Instagram lives or something like that. I'm excited to be back after, I don't know, I haven't been to this thing in six years or so. So uh, everyone enjoy your Mondays. We'll be back with you on uh, Wednesday to talk players championship. Another like, hey, like not to be Mr. Peppy. This is like a, I'm excited about the players. Aren't you? We've been, we, yeah. we're always have enthusiasm. I know we always say this in Q1. PJ Tour Golf seems pretty good right now. Not bad. It's great. And uh, this is a, this another great another Sunday. Cool week. So. All right, everyone enjoy your Mondays. We'll talk to you on Wednesday.